Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast, episode 50. So today we've got community member Scott Stock. So welcome to the podcast, mate. Cheers for having me. Not a drama, mate. And how are you travelling up there in Townsville with um, everything that's going on with, um, I, I guess, the coronavirus stuff and, and how is your family coping with everything? Oh, look, my family's coping pretty good. Um, we, we sat down with the kids last night and had a bit of a, a chat with them about it because, um, you know, that five and 11 um that we've got here that's sort of asking the questions they don't really understand what's happening and i guess to a certain degree nobody really does but um you know we had to try and break it down for them and explain that you know it's not as bad as the news because really for the 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 kids the media is what they're seeing and that's what makes it harder for them you know what i mean like so we had to explain that to them. But in terms of like in Townsville, it's the same craziness that you've, I've been seeing on the news from everywhere else. Um, you know, there's nothing on the shelves in the shops. What there is, you know, we've got an 18-month-old baby. We needed to buy wipes. We could only buy one packet of wipes last week, you know, because they've put limits on everything. Yeah, right. So it, it, it gets a little bit crazy. It's like, well, we actually need that stuff. Um, yeah. And because people are buying it in place of toilet paper that don't necessarily have kids, now we're being punished for for actually needing it. So, um, But it's it's happening everywhere. Um, we we travelled down to Bundaberg for a long weekend with uh, some close friends and you know what blew me away the most was the lack of people on the road, which is a good thing. Um, you know, people, I guess, are sticking in line with... Um, what the government has put in place last week, um, and obviously more so now, but um, the the same sort of craziness in the shops was seen down there. So, yeah, oh uh, mate, it's this whole world is going crazy, and things are changing by the hour, by the day. At the moment, it's it's absolutely insane, and it's it, hard it's to keep up. Oh mate, it, it definitely is. Like you get told one bit of information, you know, secondhand, or might see it on social media, and by the time you you know, research its relevance or truth, it's changed 16 times. And like, oh, my God, I can't even keep up with what's actually happening. Yeah, that's it. And what's blowing me away is just how quick it's spiking. You know, in the car this morning, I heard that there was now over 1,800 cases in Australia. Yeah, right. You know, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And, mate, you've obviously been part of the Fit Dad community for a long time, and you're also heading up our, you know, Fit Dad community Townsville uh, support group up there. What have you taken out of, I guess, the community or, you know, the fitness and stuff that we've provided that is allowing you to, you know, really set yourself up both physically and mentally to get through, you know, this period of uncertainty with, you know, your own health and wellness? Yeah, so oh, I don't even know when I first became part of the community. Uh, it was some sometime last year. Um, but I guess the, the biggest thing that struck a chord with me right from the get-go was that accountability and, and realising that with the community there, you weren't alone. Um, you know, coming from military background, you know, I was always training with my, my mates and, you know, eventually when I was a section commander, I was running sessions for my soldiers and, um, you know, having them run sessions and those sorts of things. And there's always that bit of mateship in that environment anyway, but it was more so that fitness accountability. And once I got out, um, I sort of lost my way with that. And uh, basically, I'd, I'd just sort of stopped training altogether. Um, and it was one day I jumped in the scales, looked in the mirror and went, holy shit, 
who am I? What happened? Um, so it being a part of the community and seeing other people's journeys, I guess, sort of was that inspiration that I needed, um, kicking the guts really, along with seeing what I'd, how much I'd changed since getting out of the army, um, to to set myself up, <clears throat> and you know I've done that. I've set up a you know, quite lucky now, really, that the gyms are closed, but I've set myself up with a bit of a home gym, you know, it'll, but it all started for me just looking at workouts that people were doing, and then I went back to basics, you know, I had a truck tyre, a sledgehammer, jerry cans, and I started doing the old military-inspired workouts, um, and after pushing myself, the, probably the first month was the hardest, um, just couldn't couldn't find that motivation you know I wasn't seeing any sort of improvements or anything like that and I was getting down on myself because I was training my, on my own it's boring um yeah. but being a part of the community um it it changed that um it's sort of hard to say like just being being a part of it and seeing other people that were going through the same struggles or similar in terms of finding that motivation was was a big part of it for me um, to keep pushing myself. And then, you know, I realised that I, I needed to work on my fitness again for for my kids. Um, you know, I've got uh, two stepkids and, and three of my own, so we're a family of seven um, with five kids. And, and where my fitness was going, I just didn't – I couldn't keep pushing the way the kids wanted to play. Nobody's got that youthful energy anymore. But what I'm doing now is is taking a step in the right direction to get that back. And I've noticed a massive change. And the the workouts, especially the ones through the app, they're short, sharp. Like, as I said, you know, a family of seven, I don't know, you know, everybody's time poor. When you're a family of seven, you start to realise just how bad it can get. Um, so for me, it was a matter of finding that time. And with those workouts, you know, 15 to 20 minutes is all it takes. And they're... They're a good, solid workout. Um, you know, I a lot of my training, when I'm on days off from my current job, um, I'll train in the middle of the day because that's when I've got time. You know, I'll drop the kids off, come home, do some housework, do a workout. Sometimes I'll back it up. I'll do two or three workouts in a row just depending on how I'm feeling um, and time and all those sorts of things. Yep. And that's, that's the biggest thing I noticed. When I started training properly again, um, I think it was October last year. Um, I could not keep up with the pace that I wanted to. And that, that was a bit of a trigger for me to, to push harder. And it was a good thing. Um, I could only work out for 30 minutes at a time and I was completely stuffed at the end of it. Whereas now I can comfortably do you know, an hour, hour and a half some days and still feel good at the end of it. And that's that's not to say that I'm not pushing myself hard enough. Um, it's just that, that that endurance that I didn't have um, has now come back. You know, obviously I had it at some point because it came back pretty quick. So it's it's been a massive help for me, really. Like I said, just the community side of it, um, you know, and, and knowing that there's someone to turn to, even if it's just put up a post, you know, you might be feeling good about yourself, you know, as it's... I've put up a couple in the past, you know, had a pretty good day in the gym and hit some goals, put a post up about it. And, um, you know, it's not to, to gloat or anything, but it's like, hey, I'm feeling good. 
you know, let's see what I can do. Like me feeling good may inspire someone else to feel good. Yeah, 100%. I think you touched on some good points there, mate, in regards to the community. There is so much similarities. Obviously, you know, there's there's about 3,000 dads in there now or, or close to it. And, you know, everyone's going through the same thing. You know, everyone's got one, two, five kids and, um, you know, they're all going through those same struggles as everyone else, you know, worrying about, you know, time management and, you know, the physical and mental health and trying to, you know, support the family whilst feeling, you know, that the whole world is on their shoulders and they have to do this, that and everything else. And a lot of their personal you know, goals can get thrown out the window because they're trying to do so much elsewhere. And I think that that's one thing that really stands out to me, I guess, from the outside is everyone in there supporting each other. And, you know, whether someone's having a tough day or like you said, someone like yourself has had an amazing day that people, you can put those conversations in there and have that response from someone else, either going through the same thing or someone, you know, giving you a pat on the back or giving you some advice and support. And I think that's one thing I've noticed with, you know, yourself in the group and also, you know, a lot of other fathers in there that, you know, that bond between basically strangers, you know, 3,000 strangers is, you know, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I've noticed too. But it's, it's not only 3,000 strangers from Australia. It's it's the guys that are overseas, the guys in the states. Um, there's there's one guy on there at the moment. I can't remember his name, but he's constantly posting these updates. He's trying to rejoin the military, and you know he's putting himself through hell. And he's he's putting his journey on the community, and and people are seeing what he's going through. Like I see what I've I've gone through with my job and things like that, and the fitness that I've pushed myself for, and I go, man, what he's doing is is ten times tougher than what what I felt like I've ever done. Yeah, I think that's uh, Ty you're talking about is his name. And, yeah, he's trying to rejoin the, the military over there and going through some crazy fitness stuff to try and, um, you know, I think – Man, it's, it's insane. Like, there were guys that I knew when I was in the Army that were training for special forces that never went through what he's going through, you know what I mean? Like, it's um, – every time I see his name come up, I'm like, wow, what, what are we in for today? What's it been? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, it's like, – if he, if he's listening, massive massive shout out to him. Keep going. Yeah, definitely, mate. And mate, obviously, you just said family of seven. Time management is something a lot of fathers struggle with. Now, I can imagine that you know, being being in a family of seven and doing the work that you do, and you know, you, the work that your wife does and stuff like that, that your time has to be pretty down to a structure or or you know down to the minute. Is that sort of how you guys run oh. things, or you? Almost, yeah. Look, look on my days off, I'm up. Um, some people may think it's late, but it's it's my chance to have a bit of a sleep in, I guess. So by 7.05, I'm out of bed. Um, I jump straight up. I make sure the kids' school uniforms are out on the couch ready for them to, to get changed. I don't get the kids up until 7.30 because um, for me, I don't need them up before then. They can get up at 7.30. They can get their uniforms on. They can have breakfast while I'm still getting everything ready. And we can still leave the house in time for them to be at school, you know, with sort of 15, 20 minutes for them to play with their mates before they go into class. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm up at 7.05, do my normal routines, um, you know, as most people would. But then I crack straight into it. I get all the lunch boxes laid out. I get everything out of the fridge that I need. And then I just go. And it's just like a big production line with, with one man working. You know, I let my wife 
get get herself ready and worry about her on my days off because when I'm working, I work 12-hour shifts. So I'm out the door by quarter past six and I'm not home till seven o'clock at night. Um, so that's the way I just do it. Like, yep, I've got to be out of bed at that time. These are the processes that I've got to do. I've tried getting stuff done the night before, but it throws me out of whack. Like I'll forget things or whatever it may be. So for me, it just works best. Just know what needs to happen know what time I need to get out of bed to achieve it. And and I just simply did that by working backwards. You know, I want to have the kids at school by 8.30. I need to leave by 10 past 8 at the latest because um, it's, you know, a bit about a 20-minute drive depending on the traffic. Um, and then that's what it is. like. But the good thing for that is when the gyms were open, for me, I'd drop the kids off at school and then it was my time, you know. Like I'd, I'd go straight to the gym. I'd smash out an hour in the gym, then I'd come home, do some housework, maybe go for a run, finish off the housework, have a shower, go and get the kids from school. You know, and that that's my days. So my days off aren't really days off because they're, they're pretty packed, packed with my schedule, but I love it. I can't just sit around and do nothing. Um, so, yeah, that for me, that's just the way it works, and it, and it works pretty well. Yeah, I could imagine your week's obviously with your shift work that you do and then, you know, your packed days off and all that, they'd just fly by, wouldn't they, doing doing all the stuff that you do? Yeah, look, man, it's it's almost the end of March. Um, it feels like only yesterday that my daughter turned one and that was August last year, you know, like it's, um, yeah, time flies when you're having fun, don't they say? Yeah, that's it, mate. And, mate, look at winding things up because obviously you're going to probably have an- another 100 things to do today uh, before the kids finish school and stuff like that. But, what advice would you have for any fathers out there, either listening who are a part of the community or, you know, fathers in general that maybe just, you know, stumbling across the, the podcast? I guess the, the biggest one, like if you're into fitness, don't make excuses because I did and I hated myself for it. And now I'm making excuses to train and, and finding any small snippet of time. If I don't get to train until 11 o'clock at night, well, I don't get to train until 11 o'clock at night, but I make sure I train. So that's, that's probably my number one. Don't make excuses. Number two, we're all going through a hell, hellish time, especially with what's going on in the world at the moment. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone, ring a mate, ring somebody and say, hey, man, what's going on? See how you're traveling because in times like this especially, people's mental health is what gets forgotten about and it's probably one of the most vulnerable times. Like I know living in Townsville, we've been through hell and back in the last couple of years with the floods and you know, now this stuff going on, check on people, check on your neighbours. You may have an old lady living next door like we do. You know, this afternoon I'm going to knock on her door and see how she's travelling with it, see if she needs anything. So don't be afraid to speak to the people that you wouldn't normally speak to. So I guess that's that's my main three things. Don't yeah. make excuses. Ah. Jump on the phone, speak to someone if you're having a hard go of it and check on people around you. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think that's very important. And, yeah, if you're listening now, when you get home, you know, go say hi to your neighbour or, you know, make sure they're doing well. Obviously, within your self-isolation and, you know, 1.5 metre gaps or whatever we have to be doing right now. But likewise... Do it, and, o- do it over the fence. <laughs> yeah, do it over the fence. Have a beer either side of the fence and, and say hi and... You know, post something to the group as well. If, if you are struggling, you know, with what Scott just said then, post something to the group 
you know, we've done a good job thus far of keeping it as negative free and all about positivity. Um, so it doesn't matter what you post, you know, it it's going to be heard and people are going to be able to offer support either through something that they've been through personally or they might even just give you their opinion. And, you know, that bit of advice, that that comment below what you're, you know, posting might be the difference between you getting through the day or, you know, and, or, or finding a solution and, and moving forward. So, mate, I highly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come onto the podcast today. I know it was only short noticed um, as of yesterday, but I wish your family, you know, all the health and um, happiness, you know, through this crazy time because I know, you know, things are probably only going to get worse as we move on and obviously in your job as well. So, mate, take care out there and, um, yeah, I highly appreciate you coming on, on the podcast. Yeah, Leroy, thanks for having me and, uh, and likewise to you and your family, mate. Thanks, mate. Enjoy the day.